Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot. I'm here with my dog, Biscotti, and I'm here with producer Steve, and uh, we are going to talk some uh, the NBA. We're going to get into the Nuggets. Now champion, first time ever champion Nuggets. Uh, we recorded on Monday. That game was going on, and uh, now it's it's Thursday, and there's a lot that's gone down. They had they had their parade today. A, a lot going on for the city of Denver. Uh, last title they had was uh, the Broncos back in 2015. Um, a lot of good stuff. How how you doing there, Steve? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah, Nuggets won, uh, and it seems like uh, what did we say? The game was on Monday. Today's Thursday, and I, I guarantee you, Jokic is probably already back in Serbia. So. No, nah, well, he's still here. He's here for the parade, but he will be on a plane back tonight. tonight. You know, he's going to be like, yeah. all right, guys, get me to the airport. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you, you lived in Colorado for a bit, man. Yeah. What does that mean for the, the city, for for them, like, as far as, like, a passionate Denver fan base goes? I mean, it's huge. It's definitely, uh, I mean, they're definitely a big sports city. Obviously, the Broncos tried and true. Um, you know, they have had success with the Avalanche over the past four, three, four, five years. Uh, I think they won a Stanley Cup a couple years ago, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Broncos have been terrible. Uh, the Rockies have been terrible. Uh, so it's, I think it's good for the city. The city definitely needed it. Uh, and it's definitely going to bring some more attention to Denver as a as a contender uh, going forward. I mean, they're talking this could be a new dynasty with, with Murray and Jokic. So, yeah, I'll, I'll pump the brakes there a little yeah, bit just because. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jokic, is, I think he solidified himself as the best player in the league. No doubt, um, you know, I th- this title was definitely a legit like title. It was not like they played, they played this whack eight seed. Um, so that eight seed beat Giannis. That eight seed beat the Celtics. That was a very good eight seed. They played a good Lakers team. I think that Lakers team was probably the second best, third best team in the league. I think. Yeah. They swept them. They beat a. They beat a Phoenix team with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, even though I know they didn't have very much help, but they beat that kind of team. Um, It's just really hard to have a dynasty. (laughs) Like it it really is. Um, You could, that 2017, 18 Warriors team, that was close to being the last dynasty of the league scene. The Heat's team was a dynasty. I mean, they, you know, they won, they went to four titles, won two. Um, The Warriors went to three. I mean, I, so, I, I mean, obviously Curry has four titles. Is that, a, you know, remember that was the question last year around the time. Are they a dynasty? Right. You know, you consider it. Four I mean, they, they had a few different, they had a few different makeovers. I mean, they had Durant, they they brought in Wiggins. There was just a few different corner pieces there. So I don't necessarily call them a dynasty. I call their core fantastic and what they were able to do with Curry, Clay, and uh, Draymond. That's a, you know, really amazing to win four titles is absolutely ridiculously hard. I and, think that's um, one reason they were saying, like, yeah, this could be the next one because that is seemingly the you know the Splash Brothers dynasty is seemingly and again I don't know if you want to call it a dynasty, but it has seemingly yeah. come to an end, especially with this year. They were saying this is one of the last shots for those three guys to you know play on a team together and have a chance, just because age, yeah, and, and trades and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, still, I mean, we got to look out for the Warriors next year for sure. Absolutely. They still have the second best player yeah. in the league with Curry. Yeah. Or probably third, I guess, with uh, you know, Giannis and Curry, debatable, right? But, um, I I just uh, I just hold the brakes there because, you know, I would have called them a dynasty if they would have won that year without Durant, you know, like, but Durant really changed it. Uh, I mean, 
it, that's why I don't call it a dynasty. They went to three straight titles, one, two, um, and then Durant ended up leaving, you know, the, the following year. So I just, uh, it, it's just, it's hard, it's hard to, to call it a dynasty. That's in my opinion. I, like I said, uh, Curry's dominance. He wasn't really dominant in all the finals besides last year. He was, he's spectacular last year, but he wasn't great in a lot of the finals. Like he, there were some moments where, you know, he was lucky to have Durant there on the side and Durant obviously was lucky to have all them there as well. Um, that was just, that was a great team. One of the greatest, that was probably the greatest team ever assembled to win a championship. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, to go back to the Jokic point, I mean, congrats to Jokic. What, I mean, superb player. Um, you know, there, I've been listening a lot to a lot of card podcasts lately. His sports cards have been off, you know, off the charts, uh, his rookie cards and autographs, uh, and they're maintaining its value. Usually like sometimes like, you know, you have a player go off in like a championship run, uh, NBA, NFL, uh, MLB, and sometimes their cards would dip. Uh, his cards have not been dipping, and so they've been st- they've been steadying the ship. I do predict they will dip. Um, I just think like once the hype calms down and everyone kind of stays on the train, I think there will be a dip in this market. His uh his cards are like up over fifty percent right now, Steve. Wow. Like to give you a little, That's little crazy. yeah, which which is uh which is crazy, and they're and they're holding. It's not like uh sometimes like like I said, like a few days after like a the hype kind of calms down, they will like plummet like a stock, but uh. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jokic. Um, a lot of people, are, I think, are going to be expecting him to maybe make another Finals run next year, and they, and they sure can. I mean, let, let's go down the list in the West. Let's think about the teams that made the Finals this year. If that Lakers team does bring back all those guys, um, obviously they, they probably won't be able to retain Vanderbilt or um, you know bring back Beasley, who did, really didn't even play in the playoffs. But they're, they're like they said, they're going to try to resign Austin Reeves. Um, LeBron is coming back. I. I know he hasn't announced it, but LeBron will be back. There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. With Davis, um, Chris Paul, does he get traded or what happens with Chris Paul? I, I think, uh, you know, if he does end up getting waived, um, I think he will go to the Lakers. I think because uh, his friendship with LeBron, there's also rumors of him trying to maybe go back to the Clippers. I think, uh, I think his friendship with LeBron will come into play. So maybe they'll have a Chris Paul coming off the bench next year, um, taking some of the load off LeBron. Um, so anyways, you'll have a, you have a refaced Lakers team. You'll have a better Phoenix team. I think Phoenix is going to definitely revamp their team with depth. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're, they're better, very lucky. And, uh, luckily they have two guys that players seem to love to play with it with Durant and, uh, Devin Booker. Um, you know, so you look at those two guys, golden state, I think will be back next year. They can make some trades there. They have some depth. They have their guys coming back. So uh, that's another team, um, the Pelicans. They trade Zion, uh, which has been rumored lately to do. Um, I think they could look very scary um, with with those guys. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, let's see. Got them. The Tims. I mean, yeah, even the Timberwolves. I And I don't say that because, oh, my God. By the way, <laughs> you bring up the Timberwolves. Did you see the Carl Anthony Towns um comments yesterday i should say no oh my god this this guy he was on an interview yesterday and um i forgot who he was uh who he was, was talking with i think it was the pat beverly podcast yeah, here it is uh he said the wolves run this year was greater than the denver title and i'm paraphrasing that but he said it was more special 
um, than the, the Nuggets championship run. I don't know what Carl Anthony Towns was smoking on that podcast. If yeah, he was like doing some hallucinogens, right like yeah. it was like Joe Rogan. <laughs> but I'm not not saying he was really smoking anything. But man, his perception of what um, is special is very far off from what actually is special. <laughs> because I mean, this Nuggets run was very special. Was, you know. They got their guy back in Murray and they made the title run. They picked up where they were trying to do in 2020. Um, Murray obviously got hurt and that kind of derailed everything for the last two years. But um, I mean, man, uh, I don't, Towns isn't, he's not even, I don't know. He's not even one of the best three centers in the league. I I mean, Jokic is better. Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid is, are way more talented than him. Um, I mean, obviously, talent like the guy was in the, pl- the play-in. I mean, right. I know he didn't play all half the year, but like they were in the play-in. He's not even the best player on his own team, <laughs> yeah, which is funny. The funniest part. Yeah, that's why I'm giggling. I mean, I'm he's like, uh... yeah, yeah. Anthony Davis is the best player on his team, on their team. Um, so I just, I, I really don't. Sorry, I, I said Anthony Davis. I mean, Anthony Edwards yeah, is yeah, the best player yeah. on on their team. But man, I just, uh, he, this guy is funny, man. Um, I'm not a big fan of Towns. Great offensive player, terrible defensively. Um, he's been in the league for, I think it was in the 2014 draft. This guy, he hasn't done anything in his career. <laughs> like he's had some semi-talented teams there, but he has not done anything. And like, I'm sorry, like if you are that guy on that, you know, if you are the guy, like you will take your team farther in the playoffs. You will maybe uh, win a few more games against Denver and make that a series. They got beaten five. It's not like they made that a series. They didn't make it a series, but Denver, Denver de- demolished them. They were they, you know, they were there. And so, um, I, I do think, I do think, uh, the Timberwolves will be better though. I think, cause I think Anthony Edwards is going to take a leap. I think he's, I think Anthony Edwards is one of the most special guys in the league. And, um, I'm really curious. Uh, I really want to see him evolve to be that next player. Um, but he, I mean, even Portland, if they make some trades, not sure if they're going to get Damian Lillard or um, trade Damian Lillard and bring in some younger talent. But I mean, if they do trade for another guy, they will be a team to look out for as well. Uh, just, just saying all that is the West is going to be really loaded. Hey, does, does Houston um, turn it around if they get Harden back? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I have no faith in, uh, yeah, I have lost, no faith in Houston whatsoever. And by the way, uh, Grizzlies, I mean, we didn't even mention them. They're the two seed. Um, who knows what will happen with Jaw Durant? That was kind of yeah. why I was hesitating. Um, and also the Clippers, man. I mean, the Clippers are another team. It's like if all those guys stay healthy, I mean, they st- and maybe they do get a player like Chris Paul, and you know, they do make a run because all those guys need to do is stay as healthy. And you know, sometimes it can happen. So you just never know. Um, and last team, I mean, you got to take the Thunder. The Thunder into account. You know, it's like I. Uh, they they were 40 and 42 this year. They made a, a special run to make the playoffs, the play in, I should say. Um, they have one of the best players in the league in Shea Gilders Alexander. Um, they are getting back Chet Holmgren next year. They are also, um, they have uh, Giddy, who's another good player. And they have another top pick. So they uh, can make some trades. I wouldn't be surprised if they are going to be out there in the trade market and maybe they do bring someone in. Maybe they're like, okay, now it's time to make a, a run, serious run. Um, they are a team to look out for. Another team is the uh, the Mavericks, because just because you have to respect them, because they have Luka Doncic, who's one of the best five years in, or five players in the league, 
we saw what he did to the Suns team uh, this last last year. You know, absolutely just sent him to the grave. The best team in the probably the NBA record wise from last season. So, um, yeah, I, it's not a, it's not an easy walk for the Nuggets. Is all I'm saying. Right. So uh, it's just let's just pump the brakes on a dynasty because. As we noticed, there was five different championships in the last five years. That's what everyone was talking about on ESPN and all that. So I just, I don't need to say it. I think everyone knows that. Um, It's not like it was in the 2010s where there was the Heat and it was the Golden State winning all the titles, you know, and you had a few other ones in there. So, um, yeah, man, I I just, I just think you'll see different teams, you know, maybe next year the Sixers are in the finals in the East. Who knows? But, um, uh, I, I like I do like the NBA. I do think the playoffs were too long. We talked about it, two yeah, months, two months or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but uh, congratulations again to the Nuggets. They were they were amazing. They had um, a hell of a run, man. Uh, one of the best runs you ever see. They only lost five games on on their way to winning a title, and uh, they, you know, won eight out of their last nine, uh, beating a really good Lakers and Heat team. Um, and they only lost yeah. what one at home, I think, in the whole playoffs. Yeah, that that was against the and Miami that was Heat. Against the Heat, yeah. yeah. Game three but, uh, or whatever, yeah. Right, yeah. But uh, two, I guess. right, yeah. And what everyone has said about Jokic, it's been a been a great run. I don't think it's like one of the best runs I've ever seen. Like I thought, what Dirk Davinsky did in two thousand twelve against the Miami Heat, or sorry, uh, yeah, two thousand eleven against the Miami Heat was against that newly assembled big three with LeBron, Bosch, and Wade. Uh, I think that run was as incredible. I mean, he played, he, they played against the Memphis. Uh, I think they went up against the Spurs, or maybe Memphis knocked out the Spurs. Um, but then they beat that, that Heat team, man. And those were r- really tough. And Dirk was just, that guy was on an insane level. That guy, not single-handedly defeated them, but it was that was one of the most amazing runs. And he almost pretty much did single-handedly beat them. Yeah, and that was uh, closer to the end of his career too. I mean, not not the very end, but you know, in his last no, no, but that was that was probably his. He retired, I think, in twenty sixteen, um, maybe a little bit, maybe later. But uh, I don't really think that he was at his apex anymore after that. I think like, yeah, he had, um, he, but he yeah, dealt, dealt with an injury uh, there somewhere in there. He had a few injuries toward the end of his career. After that, he got hurt again. Yeah surgeries it was sort of like the kobe thing when kobe won his title last title in 2010 um kobe really didn't have a you know he tore his achilles and that that was pretty much it man um he he played pretty much because he was making a lot of money and the same thing with dirk (laughs) you know that's just how it goes but um yeah i think uh let's let's move on from uh nba as you know congratulations again to the denver nuggets big win for them big win for the city and uh Jokic, you go home to your horses now yeah, fly, fly, and I'm pretty sure right now he's probably in the air. Yeah, he's probably pretty close. I mean, I guess it's like, yeah. it's like 6 o'clock in Denver, so they're probably wrapping up soon. So, yeah, he's probably getting ready to be on a plane. Yeah, he's probably already drunk and on a plane <laughs> yeah. and uh, on a private jet somewhere. They're like, take the jet, just go home. Um, but, yeah, man, let's move on to some baseball. We uh, got a lot going on this this past week, especially today. Or uh, I guess we'll say we'll start with Tuesday. We're going to talk about the Oakland Pathetics, um, the A's, and um, they had fans at their stadium. You saw they you had 27,000 yeah, fans yeah. there. They did the reverse boycott. It was their largest home they, crowd uh, of the season. Yeah. 
for the yeah, for them. It's, <laughs> I mean, if only they could come out all the time, right? They're you know, and do it. Home average is eighty five hundred eight people. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's a uh, like again, it's really pathetic to think about. Again, um, I, I blame both. I blame the fans. And I blame the city. Or, so I'm sorry. I blame the uh, the team. Yeah. I always blame the team for you know not spending money and doing this, but also like when like I said before, I think in past podcasts where that they just the fans never came out. You know they they put winning teams together when Billy Bean was there, and uh, the fans just never came out. They never really sold sold out. So like that that's been the whole thing about them moving and all that. Um, you mentioned something before the podcast that I thought was interesting um, about Bryce Harper when they they were asked about the Oakland A's. Yeah, Bryce. Oh, you want to talk about that? Bryce Harper and uh, Bryson Stott are both from Vegas, and they interviewed Harper about it. Um, for like USA Today or something like that. Um, and he was basically just saying that he thought it was a silly move. He felt bad for the fans. Um, but but he said that him and Stott both agreed that they would rather see an expansion team similar to how the, the Vegas Golden Knights um, started there and had like a Vegas-born team instead of moving Oakland out. Uh, and I think Stott... They quoted Stott as saying something along the lines of like they're not going to have a true fan base for years, and it's way different than the Raiders' move uh, because there's a whole lot more history with the A's. And uh, but like we're talking about, I mean, if they have 8,500 people coming out, I mean, obviously they're not a good team, but you know, they're everybody. Do, do you think they'll get more fans in Vegas? I mean. Yeah, I, that's where I'm, I, I think they're going to get more than 8,500 fans. Right. Exactly. They have to, they have to, um, yeah. I think it'll be at a much, I think, uh, the city, I, I'm not really sure what the Oakland, the, uh, sorry, the city of Las Vegas, like how the fans will really welcome them, but th- guess what? They welcome the Raiders with open arms. And I really do think that they will welcome the A's. I mean, they're yeah. like, cool. Hey, we got a baseball team. I am, but I am also on board with, uh, I'm on board with Harper. I, I wish the A's could stay. Yeah, I wish they could come up with a solution. I think it would be cool to have I, um, an expansion team out there and not just move a struggling team yeah. out there. But I, I really, I really don't like the fact that taxpayer dollars are going to be paying for you know the stadium. I just, I just hate it. Yeah, it's a one point five. Um, th- these owners are rich. One point five billion dollars stadium, and they secured three hundred and fifty million from the state, and then I think they're trying to secure more from the city of Vegas. So the state is giving taxpayer money, but not the city yet. Just the state. Yeah, and this, and, you know, the city of Oakland was, you know, I, there was like uh, something that apparently the city didn't want to give money. So I just really hate it. I'm sorry, the owner's worth two billion dollars. Use your own money to build it because guess what? When if you ever sell that team, that goes with it. And right. it's like I just, I just don't like it. Um, sorry, taxpayer dollars could go somewhere else. Um, and it's just like there's all that. Um, with, with, uh, the reverse boycott, the numbers did come out of what they made from, I don't know if they did this intentionally or not, but did you hear how much money they made from that 27,000, um, fans at the stadium? It was around $880,000 from just that. And they, that wasn't even a sellout crowd. So, um, the A's, they're donating the money to organizations within the city of Oakland. They didn't want to keep it wrong, but it was, it was was funny because, um, (laughs) Do you, do you think that also that was the same day that the Senate had passed a $380 million, you know, uh, deal. So it's like very interesting that they decided to, 
hey, we're going to, you know, make this number public. B, we're going to donate it to uh, city organizations. And so, like, with that, I really think the owner was like, oh, cool, I'm just going to make this a public strategy of mine and, you know, do and do this because guess what? He doesn't need the money, yeah. you know, from, from it. And, you know, that's a lot of money to know, donate. But also, the bigger thing is, is, you know, when they do sell out, you know, when they do sell out these games, like when you do sell a 40,000, you know, fan stadium, like these teams are making about a million dollars a game from just ticket sales. And guess what? That is crazy because get, these owners are pocketing all these money that are not spending money on their team, just like the A's. They're, they're the payroll. Like, I'm sorry. I do not feel, again, do not feel sorry for the owners one bit. If you can't afford the team, sell it because guess what? Him donating almost a million dollars from just one night of 27,000 fans is a reason why these owners are pocketing the money and his, I forget what their salary cap is. If you can look it up, Steve, or how much money they're, the, the Oakland A's are spending on their team salary their, for this year. Their payroll this year is estimated at 60 million. No, that's not true. 60, 60. No, no, no. The payroll for the Oakland A's. Pay, that's not true. Payroll. Last year it was seven million. A's. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Sorry, man. Sorry, everybody listening on the show. They're like, God, you guys can't get your numbers right. 47.6 uh, of guaranteed contracts. Estimated payroll with options 63.1 million. Oh, that's with everything. That's with uh, the miners retained. Yeah. I think I want to know, but just not with without everything, without the miners. I could have sworn it's less. Um, made Oakland Athletics made over 60 million. Hold on. They netted 60 million. I'm looking at different articles. Sorry, As everybody. Their payroll amounted to thirty-seven point nine million. Yeah, that sounds more realistic. 36. It's like under yeah. Yeah. They because they, they 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 shedded a lot of contracts. Remember they traded Sean Murphy. They got rid of all those guys. Uh, again, you know yeah. they they you know I just, the fact that their payroll is not more is just blasphemy. They traded. Remember they got rid of Marcus Simeon. They got rid of Matt Olson. They got rid of uh, Chris Bassett. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, Sean Murphy. They had they had guys, man. They had legit guys that did, just did not want to pay. And uh, again, you know, it, it's just it's uh, sad for the city. Uh, Manfred again, uh, he went on earlier and talked about the um, talked about the A's decision. He talked about the reverse boycott. He was like, in his words, it was great. It was great to see uh, what it is this year. Almost an average a major league crowd uh, in the facility for one night. That's a great thing. Um, he's talking about the 27,000 fans at the stadium. And then, um, man, it's just like the, uh, you had a statement from, yes, spokesperson from uh, the city of Oakland, Julie Edwards, uh, the, Oakland, the Oakland mayor, saying um, th the narrative is pretty much false about the city not wanting to keep the team and the, uh, they didn't make a deal proposal. She uh, She said, that there, there was very concrete proposal under the discussion and uh, the city of Oakland has 
gone above and beyond to make it clear hurdles, including securing funding for infrastructure, providing an environmental review, and working with other agencies to finalize approvals. The reality is that the A's ownership had instead on uh, had instead insisted on a multi-billion-dollar, fifty-five-acre project that included a ballpark, residential, commercial, and rental space in Las Vegas. For whatever reason, they seemed to, uh, to be satisfied with nine acres uh, leased a ballpark on leased land. If they had the proposal, if they had a propo- uh, proposed a similar project in Oakland. We feel confident that the new bar- ballpark would be under construction pretty much right now. So, I mean, you know, they're, they're kind of going back and forth. Who knows what's been said? Um, all I know is, is I think, uh, the, I think the owner kind of just wants to be out of Oakland. That, that, that is just kind of where it seems to be. Um, he wants everything just to be kind of paid for. He wants, you know, all he's just looking to have it. And, uh, it's just, uh, it kind of sucks overall, right? It sucks for the city yeah. of Oakland and it sucks for the AIDS organization. And, um, I, like I said, I, I blame like they, they, they couldn't strike a deal for a long time. And, uh, I've heard, I've heard from both. I've heard from, from people that are with inside Oakland, that it's the city's fault. I've heard from people with inside the, or, the AIDS organization that that is their fault. Well, and that's what fault, it kind yeah. of seems to be. But, um, yeah. Anyways, let's get to some baseball. Um, on the reverse boycott day, the, the Rays that were on a six, uh, six game win streak. And, um, they, they were playing against the Rays and the, uh, they took the lead. They, uh, won three, they ended up winning three to one that day. And it was kind of like a, it just seemed kind of like a magical moment, right? It's like, we're doing this reverse reverse boycott and, uh, we're going to win this game. And, you know, we won seven straight. Now we're beat the best team in all of baseball. And, you know, they lost, they lost the last two games. Um, I checked again. Their their fans are pretty much about back to average, on on all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they've man, been uh, playing awkwardly well over the past two weeks or so. I mean, they took two or three from the Braves. They took two or three from the Pirates. They swept the Brewers. They split a series with the Rays. I mean, for being a team that hasn't won twenty games yet, they're not looking too too shabby. <laughs> considering, I mean, the so, Rays are a tough team. We know that. Yeah, yeah. No, they. The Rays, um, the Braves. they put them away today. That game was tied 3-3 going to the eighth, and yeah. Rayleigh hit a home run yeah. to split the series. But, um, yeah, man, let's uh, let's move on from that. Let's talk some Yankees-Mets. Um, the Mets, uh, <laughs> Tuesday, man, they had, a, they had a lead, and that lead disappeared really fast. Scherzer got, got rocked, uh, gave up six earned. Yeah. Um, Mets ended up losing. Um, that that game after having a Horo lead, and um, man, got a loud motorcycle driving by. Um, but uh, go, going going from that, the the Mets are they're just in trouble, man. Uh, yeah, Drew Smith he gets suspended for he substance. Suspended, he, yeah. he left left early. <laughs> yeah. Um, there there's funny because on the substance checks, it's been two Mets this year and. Uh, to one being Max Scherzer, now being Drew Smith, the other guy being uh, the Yankee and Domingo Herman. He was the other guy that was ejected for substance. So it's been all New York guys um, <laughs> from that. Um, but there, there seems to be no clear indication because it was funny. He he got ejected right before he threw any pitches, um, and he was saying like there's not there's been nothing on his hands, and it's like it's all up to pretty much the umpires 
um, you know, speculation. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's like before he even threw any pitches, like it was like, was his spin rate spiked? Is there some clear indication that something is helping him? Because he's like, you know, there's nothing on my hands. It's just the rosins, like all this. It's like, is there anything in help? Obviously, Scherzer, there's nothing's been helping Scherzer because he's been getting his ass killed yeah. this year. <laughs> his ERA is through the, the roof. His control, he, he just, he can't get his spots, man. That's just it. So I don't know if that's the substance or whatever. Drew Smith, you know, not that great. Herman, he's pitched pretty well for the Yankees yeah. as of lately. But, um, yeah, that that's one thing. The, uh, the Mets, a lot of loud ikf to steal home yesterday yeah, yeah. No, no. oh my god man the mets almost blew that game that too. was unbelievable he was like halfway home before the pitcher even started winding up and he was just like creeping and the pitcher wasn't even didn't even bat an eye he just was focused on the plate i just don't get it man i mean it's it's been the most metsian thing of all, yeah. all year man that's just it this is yeah. the only way to say it you know they end up winning in the 10th on a walk-off double thank god but um, there is no line in sight what is going to happen for the Mets. I don't know if they're – the only way they can make the playoffs is their starting pitching gets better because uh, their bullpen, unless it makes some trades, get better. Um, their offense is what it is. And, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Yankees are in trouble too, man. Uh, what we thought was a toe injury for Aaron Judge has not just been a normal toe injury. It's like a – from reports being said, it's like a turf toe injury and, you know, what's – that's not something you want to rush a guy back from because yeah. that can linger a long time because yeah. it's on the same toe he, you know, he kind of pivots and swings with. Um, so it, it's just for judge, it is um, worrisome for the Yankees because um, they, they look forward to him. I mean, the, this is it. Like he is the guy that like drives that team and um, who you just wonder who's going to step up for the Yankees. Is it going to be Stanton? Is it going to be LeMahieu? Is it going to be Volpe? Because uh, those guys aren't really batting all that well. They're, uh, they're dealing with so, a lot of injuries, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. But, Rodon, uh, I mean, talking about all the players, not just the, the hitters, but Rodon's out. Yeah, Rodon hasn't not, even really – who knows? Man, he has that back injury. Who knows how long he's going to be out yeah. for? Um, and but, then, yeah. Um, uh, who else was it? Uh, uh, Nestor, Nasty Nestor Cortez. He's, he's on the 15-day. I know uh, Bader. Bader went on the aisle the other day for like a 10-day thing. Oh, Bader's hurt? No way. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like Bader's hurt all yeah, the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, having those two guys out from the rotation, that would definitely help them to be a lot better, um, especially in that ra- in the race for that the AL East, man. It's a tough division. It really is. And it could um, be anyone's team, yeah. too. I mean, you know, we can't count out some of those teams. As we've been nah, the only about. team you count out is the Boston Red Sox. I think, yeah, I think yeah. you can count them out. I think yeah, with all the stuff the Red Sox right. are dealing with, I think um, I think ownership's going to decide to just sell. Because, uh, not, I mean, to sell at the deadline, <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, they're not catching the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have a way better team. Um, nah. with, they have a Barrios, by the way, man. God, he's coming yeah. back, dude. He is, yeah. He had a no-hit bid the other day going. Um, yeah, man, Bar- Barrios is doing good. Um, and you mentioned the Yankees. Somehow, that you know, they're setting the ship. They have a five-game lead on the Sox. And Baltimore, man, you know, they just finished up their series with uh, Toronto. What did they take? Two out of three against Toronto? They won today, right? Yeah, they won today. They won took today. Three out of, two out of three. 
Gunnar Henderson had a granny on Tuesday. Um, it was like three home runs in three straight games. He was the player of the week uh, last week. And I wonder if he player of the week again this week with that grand slam. Yeah. Um, but uh, had the Russian hit one yeah, man. today. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think it's safe to say, you know, just to finish off with the Rays, Shane McClanahan's the best pitcher in all of baseball. Let's just say it now. Um, yeah, I was yeah. looking at the. He's uh, win the second. I, I think he's gonna win his the Cy Young odds earlier today yeah. too, and he's like he's like a minus two seventy five or something for the Cy Young. Uh, yeah. It's like, who who's who is second? Do you know that? Uh, I think it was. No, I don't remember. Better not be Eduardo Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah, I looked real quick. But uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, going back to the Mets too. The Verlander pitched a good game finally. Finally, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I mean, to get settled in there. Not saying much with Judge out of lineup there for them, but uh, I mean, man, as as we're talking as we're talking awards, dude, and uh, the plus two seventy five for Shane McClanahan. Framber's Framber's second with a plus four fifty. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, man, plus two seventy five. That's a good bet. That's a pretty I good mean, bet. Yeah, I would go bet that, man. Because yeah. um, he seems very durable, and so is for Framber. Otani I mean, at a plus twelve hundred. Yeah, Otani's not having the, uh, the best year pitching. His no. his ERA is I think like mid threes. Um, the MVP odds for Otani guy was at like minus five hundred right now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about it, man. Two fifty, yeah, and then Judge at plus two hundred. Like holy crap! God, yeah. just, I mean, I think that minus two fifty is not bad money if you want to spend five hundred dollars to win two right. to do it, man. Because I think it's, I think it's a sure thing, man. Um, like we talk about injuries can happen, yeah. But God, you know, we we talked values er, er, earlier, it's still early, but God, I, I still got, I mean, I still got a few dollars on Bo. I'm still rooting for both. Yeah, man. Well, Bichette's leading the AL in average, man. Uh, I mean, his team is pushing. He so. leads the league in hits, I think, right now, too. Yeah. The, the AL. I mean, right, right. Uh, man, Otani hit his 20th and 21st the other night, dude. Yeah. Angels are six games over 500. Yeah. Uh, they have a man on first and third in the top of the first against Evaldi against Texas. They're looking to take three out of four against those guys, man. Um, against Texas. Yeah, I, they've been hot. Flaming. Yeah, the Angels are they're swinging the bats. Their pitching is doing good. Um, we'll see if this could they could sustain the ship. Last year was around this time where they, I think, fired Joe Madden. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was around that where they lost like I think eleven straight or some weird. That was like one of the most bizarre storylines of last year was just that team <laughs> losing all those games in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't that a rec- wasn't it a record or something? It was like twelve or thirteen or fourteen games or something that they lost in a row, and it was. Maybe a club record or something. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure. Not, not sure there. Um, yeah, Alonzo still leads the league in home runs, even though he's been out now for almost a week. Um, but yeah, no, Tani's almost leading. He leads the AL in home runs. He's going to probably lead uh, all of baseball with it. Um, Tani got on base again. Right now they have the base loaded against Uvalde. Um, But, you know, they pulled pull off, man. There'll be seven games over 500. Um, and... God, I mean, how Otani's on pace at forty home runs, man. He's on yeah. pace at forty with you know still a little, a little under a hundred games to go, right now, right? A little under hundred to go. Yeah, we're at, we're at like sixty four, sixty five. So yeah, yeah. So with a little, under, I mean, man, he only needs nineteen more home runs to to hit forty. 
um, who he could improve his pitching. What like uh, to to have three three two ERA right now. Three three two, yeah. I mean, it's not out of the realm. You know, he could have a great second half and really solidify it. But we yeah. see it all the time, man, with certain pitchers. Absolutely. I still like the McClanahan at 270 for the side. I young. think that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, his ERA is 218. Yeah. 218 yeah. on, a, you know, on, a great, on a great team. 10 quality starts um, in, in 14 starts. Yeah. And he's just a guy, man, that ten he just First pitcher gets the wins. outs, dude. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Gets the outs. He, oh, yeah, man. You mentioned the 10 wins. He'll be a 20-game winner. <laughs> Um, they they like that. Yeah. They love they love that man. If he's a twenty game winner, and uh, leads the league in ERA, and his team is in the postseason, uh, that will definitely be a um, <laughs> a swing there for him, man. Because the same from Framber Valdez, but like uh, Valdez, I I think he would have to do a little bit more than he did last year because he had a fuck he had a great year last year, man. Um, but still, McClanahan was even better, and he's a little bit better this year, and. Um, maybe maybe there will, will be those talks. Well, this guy did this last year, and uh, maybe some voters will swing it Framber's way because Framber's not going anywhere either. So yeah. I think those two guys are going to be neck and neck all year with it. Um, like, but um, yeah, man, that's some great money right there Just to get plus odds still on those two guys. Wow, plus yeah, I know it's tempting. <laughs> no, it re- it really is, man. It really is. Um, you mentioned Diamondbacks; they lost three in a row. Now, um. They lost uh, the final one against the Phils today. Yes, sir. Uh, did you really watch that series at all? I did, yeah, actually. Um, I watched oh, today's game. I saw a little bit of yesterday's, but then I watched the, the first game. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, like you said, I mean, we've been talking about Corbin Carroll, rookie of the year, man. Uh, I think he's pretty well got that locked up. That dude looks really good. I mean, he made some great diving catches out in the field today. Oh, he, he had a triple uh, that scored a couple runs yesterday and brought them back. I mean, he just looks safe. He's doing he's doing it all. But he hustles. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely doing it all. He's batting like a three hundred. Yeah. I mean And we, we, we talked about it on Monday show when the LA Dela Cruz love was coming up and the hype train was there. His odds were as low uh, for Dela Cruz, his odds were as low as three thirty, and this was on Monday. Plus three thirty, yeah. Now his odds, you just mentioned they're at plus six hundred or yeah. Yeah. So that means obviously the Corbin Carroll you know, people have come back down to earth off the Dela Cruz thing. Absolutely. Just kind of realizing, well, look what uh, Carroll's doing. It's not only rookie of the year, like it's MVP like. And so, um, you know, uh, Acuna has picked back up. He had two more home runs yesterday. Uh, his average is one point or point zero one higher than Freddie Freeman right now. Um, those two are going to be, you know, barring any injury, they're going to be down the race. And guess what? So is Corbin Carroll. I was just going to say, uh, compared to what we were talking about last show, Corbin Carroll's now fourth in the MVP. Yeah. Um, at a plus 1,500. Last show, he was like a plus 3,000. Plus 3,000. Did you sprinkle a little bit on that? I, I, I didn't. No. no, no I, I, I had money on Freeman. It was funny because la- last, week we, last week we talked about it, and he was nowhere to be found. No. Never? At all. No, he was nowhere to be found. to find it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, man, no, I it's, got, it's, it's uh, Freeman, man. <laughs> I got Freeman and I got Bo. And then I think I took, yeah. uh, I think I took, uh, uh, Stroman. I just took Stroman today. I put a few dollars for on Stroman for, uh, Cy Young. Cy Young? Right now. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I like it. What was that at? Like, that'd be plus 1500 at least. Uh, it's, uh, no, it was, where's the, oh yeah. Plus 2000. Plus but, 2000. I mean, God. 
Nice. There's no, no, I, I like it. I like it. These other names. I mean, Zach Allen is number one right now, but then Kershaw, Be- then Strider, then Wheeler. It's like, you know, I mean, well, Stroman. The only other guy I really like there is, I would have to say, is um, uh, Gallon. Zach Allen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and I don't know, man. I think if Stroman keeps it up, I don't know. think possible. that you got something there. Yeah. Yeah. Port McCarroll's in 310. That's crazy, man. Um, crazy. So, man, yeah. Uh, Definitely good, good odds. It's still plus that anything over a thousand right now. That's not bad to sprinkle fifty bucks on it, man. Yeah, twenty five dollars and sure. just ride the ship on it. Yeah, even that MVP, I, uh, might, I might take that in consideration too. Yeah, man, we're good. I I I did the um, his rookie because uh, you know it got as low as minus one eighty, and I put, I put a few hundred bucks on that. So yeah, and that's like we said, that was probably the best now, odds you're so gonna get. That's probably the yeah. best odds you're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah, it, unless you know, even if he got hurt, I think he would still be favored heavily. Yeah, because of all that. But uh, yeah, man, I, I like the uh, Strowman money. The Zach Allen money is there. Maybe Kershaw. It's just a uh, you know injury with I, him. I just don't. Strider's know. Strider is terrible. Strider's ERA is four twelve, man. Yeah, He's I know. And no Wheeler, way. I've been watching Wheeler. I mean, my fills. There's been nothing, he, nothing like his Cy Young from five. two years ago. Not even close to last year or the year before. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think Sherman's a pretty good uh, like sleeper there. Let's see what happens I, in the next like two months. Comes trade deadline, see where he's at. Yeah, I was gonna say that man. If he gets traded to a team, a contender, and he, you know, is able to s- still sustain everything, um, that is gonna look like a really good bet. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, um, man. Uh, last thing we were talking about, man. Gabe Kepler and those Giants. The Giants, yeah. Those frisky San Francisco Giants. They are 36 and 32. Um, they beat they God, man, the Cardinals. Yastrzemski owns the Cardinals, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, raked against them. Um, I'm going to go down this Giants list really quick because this is who Kepler is working with. Um, so from last year, remember, they had the Aaron Judge, you know, saga. The Carlos Correa saga. Correa, yeah. <laughs> they almost had both those guys, dude. Um, they are the working with. Was funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. The Correa nuts. The well, even the Judge one, man. I mean, they had Judge in their arms. They thought you know for five minutes, and then it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, but they have Austin Slater hitting three ninety six. I don't know how many games he's played for that average, because uh, it's not up there with like uh, Luis Arias. Yeah, yeah. Played 19 games, yeah. Okay, there that's you go. Still, I mean, he, 48. He keeps it up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's solid. No, that's good. Um, they have a big, big jock, jock strap Peterson hitting 271. Uh, Matos hitting 333. I don't even know who uh, Matos is. He's only played is one he a game. prospect. I think he's a prospect, huh? Yeah, he's one of their <laughs> prospects. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, he just got called up not so long ago. Michael Conforto in the four spot hitting uh, 248. Former Met there. Uh, he's on a one-year deal. Uh, Boris Client trying to get paid big money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Estrada hitting 296. He's good. Sorry, Thyro Estrada, not Travis. Uh, Wilmer Flores uh, hitting 257. Uh, Lamont Wade, 276. I love Lamont Wade. That guy's awesome. Yeah. But, man, they, they have some guys in Crawford. who's uh, He's terrible, man. He's, in, he's definitely not where he was almost. Uh, I think he finished fourth in MVP voting two years ago. Uh, he's in two hundred three right now, weight. but his yeah. <laughs> defense, yeah, his, yeah, exactly. His defense is uh, what he's at, pretty much out there for in leadership at yeah. this point. 
but Yastrzemski uh, hitting 254, not not terrible. Um, but uh, man, he's doing it with those guys. The pitching has been really good. I mean, you know, whether if it's not like Defiscani's, yeah, so he's got ten quality. Logan Webb is fourteen in fourteen games. I mean, how many? Ten quality starts in fourteen games. Nice, because he was very up and down, man, for a while there. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, Defiscani's kind of come back down to earth. He was his ERA was like two for a long while there. Um, but also like doing it with Alex Wood and uh, Cobb. And Cobb, yeah. I thought they were gonna be. I thought they were gonna be a deadline team, man. But no, I, they might be buyers um, if they go at this rate because um, because Far on Zaidi. I mean, he he needs to kind of put a winning team together if he wants to kind of keep the job. I know they have a long process that they're they're working on, but they struck out in the offseason last year, and uh, just be curious to see um, what they were gonna do this offseason. I uh, know I know that organization is very patient. They have a really good manager and a really good GM. I just uh, would be curious to see what kind of moves they make because the uh, the Giants they are definitely not a seller. They 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 don't sell. Remember last year at the deadline, they didn't sell Rodon. They kept Rodon all the way through, and they weren't oh, they weren't oh, giving me a winning ball club by any means. Um, so this is going to be a team that they're always kind of all in. They're like the Royals who don't really ever trade. Besides this year, now the Royals are definitely going to be trading because. I think they're what a game ahead of the Oakland Pathetics, yeah. or maybe two games now since they lost. But yeah, the Giants are like you mentioned, one four in a row, four in a row, swept the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals, man, God, are they going to be sellers? Here's here's something real that, quick, just just not to change the subject, but going back to the Giants real fast. The Giants are second yeah. lowest in walks for their pitchers. Wow, in the league. Tied with the Dodgers. Wow, that that that's something because um, wow. So I mean, I well, Cobb doesn't walk walks. anybody, and the yeah. A's are issuing the most walks. <laughs> oh, what a shocker! By, by the way, by breaking news: sixty. They have almost sixty more yeah. than the Rockies. That's wow. One per Well, game. breaking news here: Nevada Governor signs A's bill. MLB will make final decision on teams' relocation to Vegas following approval from wow. uh. There you go, Joe. Lombaretto, they're uh, the damn crazy. So crazy. looks like uh, maybe the A's will be moving after all. Sorry, City of Oakland. Yeah, I don't feel bad. Uh, it is what it is at this point. I don't feel bad. I feel more bad for like the true fans. I'm not even gonna say the fans because we know if you have an average attendance at 8,500 at home, and then you have one game where 27,000 people show up, like think yeah. about those. You know, those 16, 17, 18,000 other people. They're With- not really. A, they're just there for the to say they were there or whatever. They're not the true fans. So, Well, not just that. I mean, those yeah, probably are other fans of those teams history. visiting. Yeah, exactly. The The history of the team, yeah. all that. And like I said, I mean, you got to blame ownership too for never, you know, really going all in. I mean, I know you know when you're working with the city to make something happen. Obviously, they have had one foot out the door. They've been approaching Vegas. There's been stuff there. Um, like I said, so I, you got to blame both. You just, you have to. I mean, you blame the city, partial blame goes there, partial blame goes to the fan base, and a lot of blame goes to the owner. The owner, yeah. And the, the, I mean, yeah, there's the boycott. Uh, Did you hear them? They were all chanting, sell the team. Sell the sell team, the yeah. Team. It's like, yeah. what is sell the team really going to do? It's right. like, I mean, you guys are never showing up anyway. You guys had one game where you showed up with 27,000 fans. It's not like they sold out with 50,000 fans at this. Yeah, that's like like 10 out of the 30 teams in the league that's their average attendance is 27 yeah. it's like what are we talking about right now 
again, I just don't really know how many A's fans really care no, no. about that team. No. Um, but yeah, man. But it's happening. Cool. Yeah. Uh, looks like it's gonna be moving through. Yep. Um, yeah. Outside of that, man, I think we touched on everything. Uh, moving on from the oh, going back to the Giants a little bit there. Um, they have a. They were going into the uh, Dodgers tonight. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, tomorrow. Uh, they have a three-game series against the Dodgers. That's and a big series. It is. It's huge, yeah. man. Because uh, they always play the Dodgers well, and Dodgers are reeling. They God, their bullpen gave it up last night against the White Sox. You have six runs in this eighth and ninth inning to give up a game where they were leading all the way up to that point. Um, and they weren't good. Remember, they weren't good in the was it? Oh, in Cincinnati last week. Uh, they weren't good. Yeah, so. they've lost uh, one, two, three. They've lost three series in a row with a chance tonight against the White Sox to lose a fourth in a row. Oh. The Dodgers. Yeah. I wonder uh, if they're going to make some trades or something like that soon. But Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the, this this uh, trade, I'm just going to, I just want to say right now, I think this trade deadline is going to be epic. I think it's going to be I really epic. think it's yeah. going to, yeah. La- we, last year's was crazy. I, I really think we're going to have, I think with that, remember, when they made that third wild card team available. Yeah. I really think so many teams are like, you know what? Let's just go for it. You know? So yeah, that was like, I, I just, I really love that. Um, but yeah, man, I can't wait for, can't wait for, uh, all that to kind of come, you know, especially with the all-star break and, all, and everything else. But, um, yeah, man, thank you guys, everybody for joining us on the sportsman like conduct podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot. I'm with producer Steve. Please do not forget to leave us a rating and review. That helps the show grow. And uh, don't forget to leave everybody better than you found them. Have a great day, everybody.